Liberty in America is under assault. We no longer live in a reality that includes property rights. We're no longer the kings of our own castle. We no longer enjoy the true benefits of capitalism. Instead, we're negotiating our rights with our own government. This isn't how our country was founded. These aren't the ideas of our founders. It's time to seize back our country. This is the Liberty Hour, where these important issues will be discussed for the sake of America's future. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Constitution in the other, here's your host, Sean Thompson. You're listening to Sean Thompson live as opposed to last week where my guy Beth McBeth was forced. I called you Beth. You know why I read the story of that transgendering boxer? My head's exploded. Uh, where my guy Macbeth had to cut up our podcast, my podcast, to do a show because I was in sunny South Florida where I just got back the day before yesterday and um, selling real estate because that's how I make money is taking advantage of the flight to quality that each and every one of the Illinoisans should take part in because it's just incredible the different, um, really, energy of the entire state of the citizen of the business owners, as you watch the news come fast and furious from Illinois. And I don't just mean Caterpillar, which is mind-boggling. Caterpillar's closing its Joliet. I'm talking about the reality of Barrington Mansions selling for 50% of the asking price. Did you, you saw see that, that, huh? Yeah. 50%. And you want to know something? To some- be fair, a little bit over. They asked, uh, what was it, $1.489 million. Correct. And they sold it for about 800000 Yeah. But when I got this news for you. a nice place. And factor in the taxes this son of a gun paid since 92. Well, and it's been on the market since 2015. Those people have probably moved out of Illinois. And that sale so price. Still for it. Here's what's mind-boggling. As I know you read the story, I could tell. That sale price is less than the cost to build it in 1992. That's a, that's a lambasting. And if you think that's bad, wait about a year from now when JB Jelly Belly gets done with his real plans to basically destroy the equity value of anybody who has real estate that isn't in on the scam. However, if you are receiving one of these municipal pensions or these newly negotiated um, magic math teacher pensions, which now includes, did you see this, Macbeth, on the news? They got something called sanctuary schools. As if the regular schools the weren't saying. Did you see it? No. It's an entire new entity created since we became a sanctuary state and Chicago became a sanctuary um, city where schools are created strictly for illegals. Uh, it's a new school. So they don't even commingle them anymore. And they have their own is teachers. That segregation? Well, to a certain extent, but how dare you, you racist. And Are they run by ICE? They're run by now. Whoever runs them, they pay the teachers the teacher union salary. So it's everybody's got a, got well, a pension. Okay, but that's not really the problem that I but see with this. It was like Oprah. Right. You get a pension, and you get a pension, and you get a pension. And we'll call it the teachers' union. And they put on the communist red T-shirts with the love handle friendly t- uh, um, um, sweaters, and they march. And everybody gets a pension. And here's my question to you, Macbeth, that I've always wanted to ask somebody in power. And you're very powerful. You have all the buttons there. Um, if the math works yeah. and pensions work, why can't we just give you the money and then get a pension? So in other words, the teachers through their span of career contribute, if they're aggressive, contribute 130, 120, sometimes 90 grand. Okay. And they get paid out these magic math pensions for 30 years. Way, 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 way more. Yeah. Usually by the third or fourth year, they've reached the amount they paid in. So why not you and me, we, we kick in 130 grand a piece and we go sit in Florida and get one of these pensions? No? That sounds good. 
I'd like it. And if the math works... I'll need to rob a bank in order to get you that 130 Well, but, you we'll know, work give on you it later. Yeah. If the math works, that's what should be able. You should be able, as a citizen of Illinois, let me give you the money, ask me, uh, the NEA, all of these other uh, labor extortion crime families disguised as unions, I give you the money, and you give me one of these bloviated pensions down the road. What Do, you, what, I, do I have to pretend to go to work for 20 years like the rest of them? It's all a scam, and I love it as it gets exposed. And who's the the answer? Here he is, underdog, J.B. Pritzker. He'll save everything, and when he gets done, ladies and gentlemen, this 50% sale price on this Barrington mansion, this is going to look like a deal compared to what he does. So that's what I was doing last week. But during my trip, I managed to get myself in a little bit of hot water. Of course, why not? Here at AM560, the answer. Well, not really. Because you know what I love about management? Well, see, here's the thing. Um, there was some trouble here. A little bit. In the morning. Um, and the trouble started with this. Whoop. Top of the morning, Danny and Amy, your grade for President George Herbert Walker Bush's presidency. Now, he what could go me, wrong with that? He asked me what I thought, right? I'm part of the crowd. When I'm out there, I'm part of the audience. That's how I got this microphone. Yeah. As part of the audience. So Sean called in, I did. and I'm now going to play the majority what? The vast majority of Sean's call. Right. Go ahead. What, what do you want to say? I was going to say what, what, He's what I love about... He's going to start defending himself before this before the Yeah, yes. I, I'm going to pull a Trump. Right. What I love about AM560 is that the management knew who I was and what I was about. They also knew that even though I would be bombastic at times, it was steeped in a knowledgeable, factual-based opinion. And not only that... Look, at I could see him rolling his eyes in there. I just like your humility, but go on. And not only that, that I would expose everyone's favorite kind of hypocrisy, and that's the neocon hypocrisy. And we'll get to that after my call, but go ahead. Uh, Sean in Elmwood Park, you're on Chicago's Morning Answer. George Bush is single-handedly the reason to always reject collectivism and social engineering government because he embodies the definition of good intentions gone bad. So far, so You good. gave him a C because you feel bad for him. He's an F and a strong F. That doesn't mean he's a bad person. He was a good person, but he was a failure. And he didn't understand that the only real compassion you can have for somebody is to give them their unalienable rights, even when you don't like the outcome. He is the the, the main reason we are in this quagmire in the Middle East. And he is the originator of wrapping your arms around these inbreds with tablecloths on their head to Saudis. So far, so good. I give him no quarter. He is an F. All right. So that's, strong that's, that's where our playing of this call ends. Well, I disagree. I went out to hear it all in the entirety because I do say, may he rest in peace. As I, yes. watch, as I watch the nation yeah. celebrate a true American oligarch family. Let's, let's drive people to the morning show podcast. That was, uh, was that yeah. Monday or Tuesday? Monday, right that after That was Monday kicked. morning. You're about uh, 8.30 in the morning, yeah. 8.38 in the morning. Uh, you can go listen to it if you want the because whole thing. Because here's the thing, Macbeth. I don't massage my opinion because somebody dies. No. If I, I have the, and you I, shouldn't. I look at you in the eye and I tell you what I think of you. Right. Alive or dead. Right. And, the, and I didn't like his father either. The, the Joe Kennedy of the Republican Party, Prescott. There are very, very many uh, parallels. Yeah, Joe Scumbag. Kennedy and, and Prescott Bush. Are, and are... he stole Geronimo's skull. He's a grave <laughs> robber on top of it. And go to the History Channel to back me up on that. So, so you got some you got some mail. So I say in the call, I, I mean, I, I guess I can't even repeat it, right? I'm not supposed well, to. Well, anyway. let's just say uh, you wanted uh, the former president to uh, be maybe. No, uh, or, no I, I will, I, okay, I will be accurate. You said you wouldn't. You say, may he rest in peace. 
and you wouldn't mind if uh, if he was somewhere mind. nice and warm for for you know. See, eternity. I think I think I think God uh, looks like Charlton Heston in my in my mind. He looks like Charlton as Heston. Moses, or just you know, but through he, my cold dead hands. But he has a, a, a you know the sense of humor of Don Rickles. This is what I think. You know, I certainly is, hope so because that's I, probably my only I hope. I would love it. And he comes and he shows you. You know, you remember how this this guy looked like he got away with everything? Well, here he is in the room. And his cellmate is so and so, and he has to he has to shine Stalin's <laughs> shoes and follow him around with a tray of hors d'oeuvres. That's what I want it to be like. So to me, I wouldn't mind after my demise. I say, look, you know, look, the the policies that George Bush implemented and the corruption he expanded through his entire career politically, it looked like they made billions and billions of dollars, and it looked like they got away with it, and it looked like anybody related to him could get anything they want. But in the end. Look at what he's got to endure for eternity. And I would say, I knew it, big guy. I knew you couldn't get away with murder your whole life and then be celebrated in death as if you were truly a pillar of the founding of the country. Which, by the way, the Bush family, everything it represents is exactly the opposite of what I believe the founders intended for the American citizen and the American people. As we watch our country and the rules be bastardized to benefit but a small, connected, political prostitute few. And that's what the Bush family is to me. And to go around like they were some founding father is the true act of ridiculousness and outrage because you have to rewrite the past to steal the future. That's my favorite expression. And I've been saying it since I was in high school. I disagree with none of that. All right, thank you. It was it was still really stupid to say. I could care less. Yeah, I tell you what, it was stupid. You know what I do when I don't like somebody? I tell them do I hope you they like bury filling you in, in the morning show. Yeah, all right, I like it. All right, all right. So go ahead. Well, you got a couple emails. We did get emails, and this is the part where I love the neocon hypocrisy. All the conservatives that listen to talk radio. The 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 couple that 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 I have seen um, basically wanted you off the air. Yeah, the ones you who are. Never to be heard again, never to be seen again. Don't want you yeah. guest hosting in the morning show. But they know where I am. You could call me directly, yeah. tell me what you think, and argue my points. Can yeah. you argue my points? The answer is no. So they, these are the same type of conservatives, neocon frauds, who pretend they have a, an anger problem with uh, Twitter, with Facebook, with Google, uh, suppressing opinions they don't agree yeah. with. How and dare these, you infringe on the First Amendment? these so-called conservatives... They want to have you removed off the air if you don't agree and you don't step and fetch. Well, if you want cheerleading, if you want cattle drive radio, turn the station to two dummies down the aisle. Don't listen to me because I'm only going to upset you. This is the Liberty Hour. We'll be back after these messages. Sean from Elmwood Park. This is the Liberty Hour. Here's your host, Sean Thompson, on AM560, The Answer. 312. I love this song. 312-642-5600. I know the Bears game your is host on. for now. The Bears game is on. They got their tights on. They're running around. They're chasing the ball with their polished helmets on. It's all very manly. Yeah, we're not going to give them yeah. any calls. My word. But that's okay. Yeah, so I, I, that's all right. But if you want to call, you want to be part of the show, this is where you do it. Because here, we're going to dissect the political talking points that took place today that I found disgusting. Furthermore, we're going to discuss this nonsense case and the release of these documents that eat. I know you don't watch the shows because you're Mick Betts, a busy guy. He's got a bunch of shows he has to do this for. But I found today to be so particularly nauseating that you could see the contempt 
for the Trump voter, for the non-Hillary supporter, for the non-socialist. It was palatable today over the airwaves. Palpable? Whatever. And they get these dimwits on there to talk about um, both markets and how all of a sudden Donald Trump should go to prison for paying off two girls he must have had an affair with, one of who, whom is a pretty much, I mean, can you, I mean she's a prostitute. She films it, yeah. right? They call it a porn, porn star. star. Yeah. And the other one takes nudie pictures of herself in Playboy magazine. Ooh, shocking. Shocking. And in the meantime, from 1997 to 2017, Congress paid out $17 million in sexual harassment hush fund money yeah from us yeah they at least trump pays his own money on behalf of people a lot of people who kept their jobs i mean think about the ridiculousness and all of these hypocrite moron frauds half of whom are drunk or intoxicated like uh, nancy pelosi with Allegedly. those bulged out eyeballs did you see schiff he's another guy should do crime schiff he's like he's like jiminy cricket on acid i'm gonna have to listen to this t- idiot for two more years it's outrageous to me Adam Schiff, it's despicable. And then the whole collusion thing, you got nothing. You should have had more coffee. You got nothing with collusion. Hey, listen, it is not well, against... plenty. Well, it's not against the law to develop, to be a developer in another country. It's not even against the law to talk about, you know what, if you allow me to put up this tower, I may give you a condo. Because if that was against the law, where do you think Rahm Emanuel would be? Because oh, You know what, let's make it against the law. And then retroactivate the law 10 years. This way you can lose half the Democrat party. Yeah, there's an ex post facto thing. Such a ridiculous thing. You gave Rahm Emanuel, he gives him 50 Gs. You think that's because he liked his suit? Hey, nice suit there, Tiny. Here's 50 large. It was so he wouldn't have any problems with Trump Tower. What, you don't like the suit? Scumbags. All of a sudden you pick and choose where you don't like it. Here, oh, he paid off hush money. Hush money. You paid $17 million of the public money. To keep your, your Caligula in Washington, D.C. running on all eight cylinders. It's grotesque to me. And the real collusion, the real collusion of the Duchess of Chaffington and the Russians as she sells nuclear weaponry. Which reopened this week. And due to a federal judge with some very strong words. And I didn't see that Q-tip losing his hair like his neck was on fire. Chuck Todd mentioned one sentence about it. Yeah. Give me a little something. You want Chuck? Give me, uh, you you know what? Me Give me Comey. Give me Comey. Want some Comey? Let's start with Comey. All right. This investigation began as a referral from the intelligence. Now, this is Comey in July of 16, I should say. This is something that just sort of leads us through what they've done so far in the Hillary Clinton It's as relevant as talks right. with the Russians is, in 15 about a condo This building. goes through where it started, what it was, some answers to it, and then the ending. Community Inspector General, in connection with Secretary Clinton's use of a personal email server during her time as Secretary of State. The referral focused on whether classified information was transmitted on that personal system. All right. That seems pretty straightforward, right? Yeah. Now, All right. It's a, and it seems a little more dangerous as Secretary of the State using a server versus the first daughter talking about who sits who next to a state dinner. Yeah, who cares? All right. Our investigation looked at whether there is evidence that classified information was improperly stored or transmitted on that personal system in violation of a federal statute that makes it a felony to mishandle classified information, either intentionally or in a grossly negligent way. Okay. Which so, means you don't have to be aware of the law to be charged with a crime when yes. you break it. And the gross negligence thing is interesting because um, that's really the whole premise behind using the government servers. Exactly. Is, uh, the fact that you're not using the government servers and any of this happens 
is gross. I mean, that is the definition of gross. Well, I think it's a little more serious than I didn't mean that. I, I didn't know you could make a right on red. Right. Either one is not intentional. Both are breaking the law. Unfortunately, there are no automatic cameras to catch you uh, doing this. Whereas with the, there should be the right turn on there the red. Be. Yeah, they get the you. people would be a lot better off. So right. you ask yourself, you know, we go through this whole thing with Comey. They go through this whole investigation. What are the answers? Right. So you got to fast forward a little bit. This is Gowdy with him last year on Capitol Hill. Good morning, Director Comey. Uh, Secretary Clinton said she never sent or received any classified information over her private email. Was that true? Our investigation found that there was classified information sent. So it was not true. Right. That's what I said. No, no, that's it, not it what you started said. a little bit contentious. He then tells him he wants shorter answers, which is great. But you get the shorter answers. But moreover, as, as witnesses to this, you get the bias that he is running cover. Right. Jim Comey. Oh, and it comes the out. FBI is running cover. Yeah. For the the head of the Democrat Party, for all intents and purposes. At this point, she's the nominee. Yeah. How outrageous. This is insane. Secretary Clinton said there was nothing marked classified on her emails, either sent or received. Was that true? That's not true. There were a small number of portion markings on, I think, three of the documents. Oops. Secretary three, Clinton three, said, three, I did not email any classified material to anyone on my email. There is no classified material. Was that true? Now, there was classified material emailed. Okay. <laughs> now, you know, as it's you know, just, I'm not a sports guy. He will guy. not give a yes or no until the end. Are we strike two or three? I'm not oh, a sports guy. Oh, I, I think four. Okay. It's Except a, to Clinton. Oh. And what I wanted to say is, this is the real, I mean, this is hardcore evidence of so-called collusion. Yeah. And in the mean... This or, is, or at least at least conspiracy. But this is consummated. So all of these things happen, and by the way, at the end of the road, the deal went through. Yeah. The payoffs to the Clinton Foundation went through. Yeah. So where is... And they just raided the uh, Clinton Foundation whistleblower's house and got all the documents. So now Mueller spends $20 million, $30 million, $40 million. Yeah. It's kind of like paying off sexual harassment victims. Who keeps track after a while, right? right? Two years of every day in and out. And you come out with the fact that, oh, by the way, he may have paid hush money to two mistresses. You're a real Charlie Chan. You're a white suit. You're a white Panama suit away from being a detective yeah. and a son that does all your legwork. Because you know what it looks like to me? It looks like you burned up $20 million and you wasted my two and a half years. And all you got is, is what you produced on Friday. Oh, oh, I know. It's redacted and there's more to come. Yeah. But let's just say if this was a restaurant, I say the appetizer sucks and we get up and leave. <laughs> I mean, it's ridiculous to me. When you have case after case, because Here's the other thing that I, I, I found interesting about this Gaudi questioning. Yeah. At the time, it was all the rage. This is what starts the locker up, right? Right. Why the Gaudi's still around? No, lock, the locker up thing had been chanted throughout the. Uh, but locker the, up, I understand it's pep rally stuff. This was last year. I understand, but it, so at the same time as the, as this phony investigation, as this this political really proof that we are ramping up. Yeah. Yeah. At the same time, this is going on. We have this evidence now pulling a sheet over it. Yeah. I mean, brother. And they keep going. Secretary Clinton said all work related (laughs) emails were returned to the State Department. Was that true? That's a doozy. No, we found work related emails, thousands that were not returned. Okay, so you get all this, right? Mm-hmm. And I've, I've, I'm even going to skip over a few yeah, where there's good. a gap that shows how reluctant he was to really answer these things directly. Mm-hmm. And he finally gets a direct answer, and he talks about intent. And he talks about uh, hiding exculpatory, making up exculpatory things. Um, and, and then really when Comey, and I'm doing this because we're out of time. I know. I know. <laughs> but really when Comey came out in his press conference, whenever that was, um, I think it was July of 2016, 
he came out and he said, you know, the intent could not be proven. When when can it be, right? But the intent could not be proven. The intent was not there. Therefore, there's no. But I liked, I liked Gowdy's approach to the end of this. You mentioned there's no precedent for criminal prosecution. My fear is there still isn't, and there isn't. So so this whole thing that Regardless you've of whether against a, Trump, yeah. because of what you wasted on Hillary, yeah. you got nothing. Baby. It was all about precedent for Comey. And there's another lesson to be learned here. It's that if you're a Democrat, you could do anything. You could do anything, and it's not a crime. If you're a congressman, you could pay off as many uh, uh, staffers as you want for sexual harassment, and no one says boo. So you pick and choose who the Oftentimes criminal is. Oftentimes using tax money. You pick and choose who to prosecute when the reality is you're all criminal. That's the sick part of it. So there are two worlds. Who was it? The Brett Girl Edwards, who said there, that there are two Americas? He's absolutely right. But it isn't poor and rich. It's able to get away with, with criminal activity and unable. And if you're on the outside looking in, all of this is a crime. But if you have a seat or you're a congressman or you're a paid off bureaucrat, well, then, ladies and gentlemen, you are completely free and yeah. clear. They don't want nobody. Nobody knows. I'll tell you what, boy. And, and you know, here's the here's the thing. This is plays right in Trump's hand because all this is going to do is guarantee that it's the same type of election in 16 in two, in 2020. And in the meantime, we, the people, we're under two different versions of tyranny. And we're going to talk about the economic failures and foibles of protectionism and nationalism when we get back after this. 312-642-5600. Liberty Hour. Call Sean now at 312-642-5600. This is the Liberty Hour. Now I want to clarify something. We had a caller call in the show. His name was Mike. Real nice guy. And uh, the difference between the radio show and my podcast is that I sometimes get excited. I want to fit everything in and I maybe gloss over conversations you and I had. Let's, let's be to, honest. Your ADD gloss is over. That's true. Yes. So, um, the way that this is worded, I word, I called Trump's payoffs as hush money. But Arguably what, accurate, but, uh, but Mike he, says there's a better. But what he did is ingenious. And I'm pretty sure we said it, but in case we didn't. But here's what he did that's ingenious. He found a legal way to create hush money, which I, I love. He basically gave them, he bought a non-disclosure agreement, to call it an NDA. <laughs> that was the worst sound effect ever. Go. For the rights to their story. <laughs> now, their story would be to tell... That right. they had this affair. So it's wonderfully, you know, it, so it's intricate. as if it was a book deal or, uh, you know, Diane Sawyer. It's like a land deal to Nancy Pelosi's husband. <laughs> it's clearly wrong, but they wrapped it in a legal. Uh, it is bow. legally proper. It's a legal bow. Right. That, OK, look, at we, we did say it would be a silent bid. Now, we know that we bent the corner on the silent bid that was Pelosi's husband, but it's still technically a silent bid. But here on the Liberty Hour. We don't play that, right? Was, remember, that I, I grew up with that homie, don't play that. Yeah, I don't. In living color. When Boeing uh, hires all ex-government to all of a sudden be pretend executives, that's pay to play. When they give campaign contributions of millions and millions of dollars spread out to all the parties in control, that's not really a campaign contribution it's bribery. I don't pretend yeah. that the government, that congressmen aren't extorting companies and businesses. I don't do it. Yeah. So I, I, I have a tendency to call things what they are. 
And it's hush money. Now, right. it's legal hush money, yeah. but it was meant to shut them the hell up. Right? It just was. Yeah. That's what it was. May I offer a very, very big stretch? Please. This is, this is the Conspiracy worst. Conspiracy hour. The worst segue in Sunday Night Radio here. Speaking of government and business. How would you describe Donald Trump? <laughs> well, <clears throat> most of you probably know, uh, know some of this, but... I had never met Donald Trump until the day he asked me to be Secretary of State. He acts on his instincts. In some respects, that looks like impulsiveness, but it's not his intent to act on impulse. Uh, I think he really is trying to act on his instincts. Now, I want to tell you what he meant. Rex Tillerson, by the way. Rex Tillerson from Exxon Oil. Yes. So when he said... He talks about that. Think about that. He never met me... When he asked me, because he didn't ask you, Rex, you no. fraud. He got a recommendation from somebody, and somebody said, oh, this is the guy, and this is my he guy, was and there was something on. in it for them, and then boom. The fix was in. Yeah. You stuck him That's with how him. these things work. It's not, he, this isn't an exception. Come on. This isn't an exception. He's the big cheese at Exxon. That's literally how these things go down, they SOP. Own, they own fractions of the government. They, they you, they tell you to jump and you say how high yeah so let's as far as what ironically it's how hw bush became vice president they did the same thing with reagan to bush it's the same corruption because the party tells you what to do yeah i mean it's well yeah whatever the cabal is i think it probably spans parties come on Macbeth. like 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 the oil companies don't give i I love love liberals oh oil oil they give money to everybody like these kind realize your guy's on the take too exactly this guy's on the take and that guy's on the take congressmen you find out if they want to sit on these committees what do you think you think they sit on there because their expertise they pay the party yeah you want to sit on the on the ways and means you better pay the party or you better be doing some favors it's like 400 grand it's not small money well, it's one big crime field. You should charge the whole government with a RICO Act, for God's sakes. Tillerson's talking about how the perception of Trump being impulsive. One thing on a side um, note I do like about Tillerson, he's got that 1950 Fabian hairdo that he's he, stuck he, with he, forever. It just, it is the silver fox. It's just, That's the yeah. silver fox hairdo. He's like one of those extras from Saturday Night Fever who just got fat and you just watched him <laughs> get fat. All right, go ahead. Hit me a little more, Rex Tillerson, will you? We, oh, was challenging for me uh, coming from... The disciplined, highly you know, process-oriented ExxonMobil Corporation, where everybody sang from the same hymnal, yeah. or you got kicked out of the choir, and <laughs> to go to work for a man who is pretty undisciplined, uh, doesn't doesn't like to read, doesn't read briefing reports, doesn't doesn't like to get into the details of a lot of things, but rather just kind of says, "Look, this is what I believe," and. You can try to convince me otherwise, but most of the time you're not going to do that. Well, here's the nice thing. He doesn't read what you write, right. what comes out of your office, because right. he thinks you're an idiot, and he was stuck with you. He's got to think... drag you around, and he's got to basically argue through the media to get you to do what he wants. Yeah. And that's the flaw of our government, because here's the other reality. Donald Trump is not draining said swamp, nor does he want to. He just wants to be in control of it in hopes that he could somehow influence it in by by the way economically in what i feel is a keynesian hamster wheel that he is wrong about so let's be very clear i think donald trump's economics are completely wrong and they have more in common with barack hussein obama than they are opposed to it so there is where the rub is where i think he's wrong however I do think his intentions are right. And we'll get into that. And if you're on the line, stay on the line. If you want to be on the line, it's 312-642-5600. 
And if you think I'm wrong, don't write an email. Have the courage to call the show. Steve, I shouldn't have said his name, but I did. We'll be back after this. Fake, 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 fake. Listening to the Liberty Hour with Sean Thompson. Get on the line with Sean by calling 312 642 5600. This is the Liberty Hour where we identify the fraud. We're not afraid of it. We're not afraid to call things what they are. Political contributions. Why in God's name would a company, just a company that wants to do business openly and fairly, feel the need to give government half a million dollars a quarter? Because they want to operate. They're being extorted. Or they want special benefits. It's corruption and collusion. There it is. It isn't with candidates and other countries. It's with government misusing and abusing free men. And and, and we've just adopted it. And we keep quiet about it. And that's the problem. In order to fix it, you better identify it. All right. And now we're going to go to one of my favorite guys who never wants to go on. But he has a point. And he's going to help me make something I want to articulate. EJ. In uh, parts unknown, also known as Rockford. I think Rockford. it's in Rockford. I know. Uh, uh, West of Rockford, Winnebago. Thank you, Sean. Thank you, Macbeth. You know, uh, I remember where I was in 78 when H.W. Bush said he was resigning as head of the CIA, saying, the people of the United States deserve to know more. Uh-huh. I thought, ah, he's going to run for president. You were right, and I bet you had Zanzibar pants on. But here's the other thing you forget, <laughs> people forget about. At that time, see, it's like, I call it the United States of amnesia. The CIA was so integral with Saddam Hussein from the late 60s all the way through to the 80s. And him, he was our pick at that point against Iran. And it wasn't until Iran Contra that Saddam Hussein said, what the hell are you doing? You're arming the Iranians. And that's how it all started. And guess who was, had his fingerprints over the entire thing? It was George H.W. Bush. And before that, the Shah of Iran? Yes. And, you know, it's funny, uh, E.J., when, when I said that comment over George Bush, you know, the people here were very nice. They got the emails. They forwarded them to me. Yeah, and I was, able, I was able to talk to management. And I was able to articulate my frustration and disgust. I honestly feel that the mistakes that the, the George H.W. Bush made in our foreign policy are not only the, have, have resulted in tens of thousands of deaths and soldiers injured, it is a problem that will plague us for a thousand years. His his picking of the Saudis, who I feel are just beyond evil and corrupt, and 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 it's all about the the protection of that scam, and we celebrate this as heroes. I find nauseating. I can't sit idly by and listen to history be rewritten or glossed over. I can't do it. I just think it's adorable that you think that the management, any sane management, would value what you say. Thank you very much, and thank you, EJ, for calling the show. I appreciate it. Now we're gonna go to Steve in Parts Unknown. Steve, thanks for calling the show. Thanks. I was just uh, adding uh, myself to your number of callers for the night. Oh, thank you very much. And if you if you if you ever disagree, what you do is you send an email like a coward. You don't call the show like a man. I'll tell you what. I'm so disgusted by neocon hypocrisy, Steve, that, you know, we pretend we want things level and we want things fair. That's not true. We just want things skewed in our direction. Yeah. The Trump Republican. Yeah. 
and the, and the Herbert Walker Bush Republican is just the same version of, of political fascism that the Democrats that we argue against are. They just want to be in control of the reins. That's the only real difference. So thank when you. When are they going to help the pizza delivery guys? And you know what helps the pizza delivery guys? Capitalism. Corporatism doesn't. Yeah. You know what helps the pizza delivery guy? A fair and true equitable economy without winners and losers. And number one, what helps him is the fact that oil is at a record or, or should be at a record low when it's not. And we're being told it is. You know, it's another the, scam. You know what helps the pizza delivery guys? What's that? Well, uh, when they get there in time, because every, if they say 40 minutes and, uh, and I get the oh, 43 minutes, on. I'm pulling 50 You're cents a minute. You're not for the fat guys. Then. Not no, tonight. Oh, yes, Steve, thank you so much for calling the show. And you know something, Macbeth? It's I'm true. I'm a fat guy emeritus. Thank you when, very much. When you look at, at the cost of, to the people of political corruption and the way in which it devastates the earners yeah. and the people not in on the scam. And that's, I don't, well, that's the thing. It's I don't when the game mean, is rigged, you're not in the game. And I don't just mean Illinois, which is the, the true spear tip of political corruption. And, and, and it's so open and notorious, we just accept it and deal with it. I'm talking about the big stuff. The Rex Tillerson ExxonMobil corruption preventing uh, uh, competition, guaranteeing profit, excluding competition on every level, and price protecting the true blood of a society of, of, of the real future, which is oil. What helps the, that guy, what helps the pizza delivery guy Steve talks about yeah. is if, if we ran on the capitalist free market system, we're guaranteed. And that ties right into what also helps him is low prices on goods at Walmart, at Kmart, at Costco. What helps him is a free market. Well, yeah, not not just low prices, but competitive prices. The prices might not be the lowest, but if they're competitive, that's the idea. And as I watch Republicans today morph into protectionist Democrats from the 30s, it's insane to me because you should always look at things through the eye of the pizza delivery guy. I mean that yeah. through the eye of the consumer, yeah. through the eye of the hardworking man struggling. What helps that man isn't hidden price protection and guaranteed profits or moreover, hidden taxation and tariffs. Because as we watched Trump declare himself the tariff man, you should, you should at that moment, I, I don't think he should be uh, impeached at all for any of the things the Democrats are going, going after him for. No, nothing yet. But I do think. One man should does not have the power of taxation. No. And that group of cohort imbecile sellouts from Cudlow to Navarro and every bum in between. Well, I've got a list of them for you in the next segment. All right, wonderful. We gotta go to a break. That's, yeah, see, that's how that's how a KG producer tells you, listen, get ready to shut up. We're yeah, going to commercial. Yeah, yeah. But I do have time to works. take your calls. We got two more little segments or one? We got one more segment. I got a little bit of Tillerson, I got a little bit of Navarro. Get ready for stupid. 312-642-5600. This is the Liberty Hour. Here's your host, Sean Thompson, on AM560, The Answer. We did not have a common value system. When the president would say, well, here's what I want to do, and, and here's how I want to do it. And I'd have to say to him, well, Mr. President... I understand what you want to do, but you can't do it that way. Uh, it violates the law. It violates a treaty. You know, he got really frustrated. I didn't know how to conduct my affairs with him any other way than in a very straightforward fashion. And I think he grew tired of me being the guy every day that told him you can't do that. Yeah, because as an as a Exxon executive, 
He's very fluent in the law. And he's, and he's of course, concerned with propriety. And in the tradition of uh, diplomatic diplomacy. Because what his job was for 30 years was to pay off third world dictators. That's what this fraud is. Yeah, And no. he's going to come out like an expert. And here's what you've learned. You love Just the callers. Just say something bad against Trump. And they'll cheer for you rather than examine you. What an idiot! Tillerson oh, it was clear is. from the from the laughter breaks how the crowd was. But you love the callers, so let me let me finish this up so you can have time to get to them. All right, go go. Uh, so I get Donald Trump's Twitter. Mike Pompeo doing a great job. I'm very proud of him. His predecessor Rex Tillerson didn't have the mental capacity needed. He was dumb as a rock and couldn't get him fa- couldn't yeah. get rid of him fast enough. He's lazy as hell. And now it's a whole new ball game. Great spirit. Yeah, I saw this. State. I saw this at Walgreens over the last Viagra. That is followed by this gold. I love the president's tweets, and uh, apparently the media loves them too because they can't get enough of them. Um, what I can say yeah. now is uh, the leadership we have. Uh, when we were, for example, at the G20 um, in Argentina, sitting at that dinner with the Chinese, looking to my left and seeing John Bolton, seeing Mike Pompeo. Steve Mnuchin, seeing Ambassador Robert Lighthizer, Larry Kudlow. To my right was John Kelly. That's the A-team. That's the A-team. Smart, tough people. Sure it is. The American people uh, should be blessed uh, to have uh, the great leadership uh, that President Trump is exerting. And then, you know, people come and go through the White House. Uh, and they come and go in a way which which is good for this country, good for the president, good for the administration. Um, It's the next person up. And uh, it's all good. Peter so Navarro, th- Steve Mnuchin, Kudlow, who was the other, and, and Lighthouse. And Lighthouser. Yeah, that's a lineup of corporatists. That's the A-team. You know, uh, you know Navarro sees himself Please. as face. There should be an American person behind the mirror saying, they all did it. Let's that's who Tom. robbed me. Now let's go to Tom in Deer Park. Tom, oh, did I do something I've wrong? got him. He's on. Tom, thank you so much for calling the show. How are you, buddy? I'm well, thanks. Hi, guys. I want to make a comment, and maybe you can touch upon it, Sean. Uh, the power of Donald Trump, this guy that is now the president of the United States and the leader of the Republican Party and the conservative movement, uh, who is an economic ignoramus, that he has a party that formerly espoused free trade and free markets, and people like Steve Moore and Larry Kudlow, and then plenty of commentators on cable and radio to bend over backwards and throw away everything that's been learned and espoused for the last 80 or 90 years on free markets. That's not that's not Donald Trump's fault. That's no, they the had fault. to be willing to do it. That's the fault yeah. of Congress, who surrendered that power because they're cowards, who surrendered that power because they didn't want to answer for their own actions. Right. Donald Trump is merely the guy who jumped in the car and it happens to be souped up. Now, now, is he speeding? Absolutely. Yes. Is he abusing the vehicle? A hundred percent. Rims but that's are, not, yeah, there's hubcaps by the side of the freeway. He's not the one who built it, what? and he's not even the one who bought it. He's the one who was handed it. The people who did this to our to to made it an imperial presidency are the cowardly frauds we call congressmen, who are unaware. I don't disagree with of that. what their ability is. I don't is. disagree with that, Sean. But the, but the issue is is not that the Congress has given up its authority. It's the entire conservative movement and the yeah. ecosystem in the media. Sure, but the real issue is why isn't Congress fighting, clawing that power back instead of trying They've to remove... they to the See, executive they, they set themselves yeah. up in that game we talk about, Tom. Heads I win, tails you lose. Guess what, Sean? The show's over. You've survived another Liberty Hour. Wonderful. We'll be back Tuesday for the Liberty Hour podcast. Tuesday and Wednesday. Tuesday and Wednesday, 9.05 to 10-ish. It's live on the website, what? 560theanswer.com. That's my guy right there. We'll be back. See you next week. Hey, I'm
home. I have to go home. I have to go home.